Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. This week's edition of Insane Things that we've never seen before, where we recap all the insane things that have happened the week before in the news. Let's dive in with Kalamazoo. It's insane thing number one this week because it shows you where the liberal mentality leads. Liberals are essentially pack animals. You ever bet on a horseback ride? I used to ride horses as a kid. And absent guidance from the rider. The horse will just follow the butt of the other horse, wherever the other horse goes, even off a cliff. When one liberal area has something, no matter how damaging, everybody else has got to have it too. It becomes a universal right, which leads us to Kalamazoo, a blue city in the middle of Michigan, where voter registration skews 60% Democrat. Their Democrats saw how the Democrats in California get to have poop on the sidewalks. And they decided they wanted it too. So when concerned business members came forward to the city council and complained that the homeless were defecating all over the streets in the uptown, they were looking for a cleanup, prevention program, toughening of ordinances. The Kalamazoo City Council used that as an opportunity to unanimously go in the opposite direction and decriminalize defecation and urination right there on the street. So who will clean that up now? The businesses found out the hard way. They will. They've called the city, but the city refuses to do it. Now, here's the irony of this. The homeless don't have to pick up their own poop, but there's still an ordinance on the books in Kalamazoo that dog owners have to clean up after their dogs. It's a metaphor for where the left is taking this country, which leads us to insane thing number two. Joe Biden the quadruple vax leader of the branch COVIDian cult and movement here in the United States of America cut COVID again. The irony of that was my favorite thing this week since the announcement came exactly one year to the day that that buffoon said this. You're okay. You're not going to, you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. That wasn't true, of course, but Biden would use that scientific Theory to get hundreds of thousands of people fired from their jobs as the shot became all the rage. So it's utterly ironic 
that this week is Biden has COVID for the second time. The news broke that Pfizer itself admitted that taking the shot potentially increases your chance of getting COVID by almost four times. Wait, 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 wait. The shot increases your chance of getting COVID? Yep, Pfizer actually admitted that in writing. No wonder Biden, who's had four of these shots, has COVID again. Pfizer made the shocking disclosure that taking their shot could increase your chance of getting COVID by up to 370%. That's almost four times. In a document called BNT162B2, Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer briefing materials for June 14th through the 15th, 2022, Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee. Dr. Marty Mercury took the incredibly risky step of actually reporting something Pfizer said. We don't do that in this country. In an article he wrote on Substack, the only place he could publish it without getting canceled. It's in an article you can look up called U.S. Public Health Agencies Aren't Following the Science, Officials Say. It's remarkable that this is the only place that Marty Mark Harry could publish this, given who he is. Some nut? No. He's a doctor and a medical doctor who is a professor at Johns Hopkins Medical School. He has been an editorial writer for the Wall Street Journal for years. He's the chief medical commentator on Fox News, a super moderate guy who appears to be trying to get a message to the U.S. public. In the only place it's safe to write such things, Substack. The paragraph that discloses this is a doozer. Here's what he quotes Pfizer as saying. Using a three-dose vaccine in 992 children between the ages of six months and five years, Pfizer found no statistically significant evidence of vaccine efficacy. In other words, 0% proof it works to stop the vaccine. But wait. It gets worse. In the subgroup of children they tested, aged six months to two years, the trial found the vaccine could result in a 99% lower chance of infection, up to a 370% increased chance of being infected. Now, we know that part about the 99% of lower chance of infection, not true. Anthony Fauci admitted that last week. He has on other occasions as well. So has the head of the CDC that it does not stop infection. It does not stop the spread. The other part is the jaw-dropping part, the 370% increased chance of being infected. Does the shot give you COVID? A sane society would ask that, since people who are vaccinated seem to get it over and over again. Does the shot weaken your immune system? How is it making you more likely, potentially, to have COVID? And how long does this horrific effect last? Weeks? Months? Years? Forever? And does it only apply to COVID? Are you more likely to get COVID after taking the shot or all viruses? Has this killed people who wouldn't otherwise have contracted COVID again and died? You know, sane questions a sane society would ask. We're not one of those, so we probably won't until COVID is no longer useful to the Democrats. The only other media outlet that reported it was Tucker Carlson's show. He was reeling from it too. Just the implications of it. You can hear it in his voice. 
Using a three-dose vaccine in 992 children between the ages of six months and five years, Pfizer found no statistically significant evidence of vaccine efficacy, they wrote. In the subgroup of children aged six months to two years, the trial found that the vaccine could result in a 99% lower chance of infection, but that they also have a 370% increased chance of being infected. What does that mean? We have no idea. We don't know how you would know because those data are completely incoherent. They do not present a picture that suggests a path forward. Ah, but the path forward is already clearly set. The shot that in, can increase the chance of getting COVID by almost four times it happens to be the one they're pushing up right now ahead of the midterms. And they've been telling us, Fauci and the federal government, Biden's COVID advisors since April on a loop that we would have an outbreak this fall. Serious question. Is this how they plan to cause it with this shot? Is this how they plan to amp up the existing rates of infection with this shot? Now that might sound crazy, but there was a time when it sounded crazy if you questioned the idea that locking down or socially distancing was needed to save lives. Of course it was. It was settled science. Nope. That was the fourth most insane thing this week. Deborah Burks's book hit. You remember her, Scarfini, the woman always standing next to Trump and Fauci, the one who told us we had to lock down? For inexplicable reasons, the total ditz and flake admitted in her book, and I would never admit this, that she just made up two weeks to stop the spread. She had no data. She just believed it should be done. Why? She tells us in the book why. She saw videos out of China with people dropping dead in the streets. And she simply decided that we should follow the Chinese advice to lock down. Never mind that we were in a Vulcan death grip match economically with China at the time. Burks decided this is what we should do. She says she invented two weeks to stop the spread to get us locked down, to buy herself time to find some data to justify staying locked down because she didn't have any. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And it worked out great for the Chinese. As soon as we took their advice in lockdown, they reopened. It was the first year ever that they have beat us economically. So what did Burks do during that two weeks she was coming up with data? Oh, she invented the number 10, as in the basis for social distancing. She says she just picked it because she figured that if she went any lower than that, families would rebel. And with the number 10 being the limit for gatherings, she could shut down American life. No more weddings, no more funerals, no more state football championships, no more proms. Basically a destruction of everything that was great. Oh, and the 95,000 businesses that shut down permanently based on these numbers. She didn't seem to care at all about that, though, when she was doing interviews this week. She was totally unapologetic, even helping on television through interviews to turn the whole country against the unvaccinated, blaming them for the fact 
that we were shut down. Republican Jim Jordan managed to get this lying flake under oath a few weeks ago. Listen to how utterly casual she is about the lies told during that time. Lies that did devastating economic damage to the country. That Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Jerome Powell almost a month ago told us America would never recover economically from. That's right. He said that we would never return to the pre-pandemic economy that we had. That means the American dream, the lifestyle, it will never return. All because one woman made some stuff up. Here's how casual she is about all of this in that under oath question and answer session with Representative Jordan. When the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't transmit it, was that a lie or was that a guess? Or is it the same answer? I think it was hope that the vaccine would work in that way. And that's why I think scientists and public health leaders always have to be at the so, table so being it, very clear what we know and what but we this, don't this know. Is, this is important for the country to know. So when I asked the question, when the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't get it, and I asked you if it was a guess or a lie, you said you don't know. You said you think it was hope. So what we do know is it wasn't the truth. So they were either guessing, lying, or hoping and communicating that information to the, to the, to the citizens of this country. The economic devastation caused by all these lies is incalculable. You suffer from it every time you go to the store. Because that inflation that you see in everything that you need to buy can be traced directly back to Deborah Burks. And the fact that everybody but her in Fauci was censored to allow them to continue to lie. Because why? Because we ended up staying home, shut down, locked down, which necessitated cutting all those checks to pay people to unnecessarily stay home, which then necessitated printing between five and six trillion dollars. And guess what? You've got the prices you see in the store today, generated directly by all the printing we did to pay people to stay home because Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci lied. At least she'll admit she lied. She's proud of it. Fauci, not so much. So would these same people lie to you to get you to take a shot? That could almost quadruple your chances of getting COVID? Oh, heck yeah, they would. The only question left is why. I have a feeling by the time we get through the midterms, we'll have the answer to that. But back to all that printing that we did to pay people to stay home because Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci lied. That caused the inflation that we have today. That insane running of the printing presses that the Federal Reserve does, creating monopoly money out of thin air, and for every dollar created, your dollar is worth a little bit less. And Congress has more fake money to spend. COVID's over now, right? So we've stopped printing. If you do nothing else today, go on my social media, it doesn't matter where, Gab, Getter, Twitter, Facebook, Tara Servatius, you can find it. And scroll down and take a look at this chart. It'll change your life. Rearrange your world. Shock you to your core. It's the only one you need to see to understand what happened, what's going to happen, and where we are. What it shows is that the Federal Reserve is still printing money at an all-time record rate. Printing money at a rate far higher than it even did during the pandemic. When we were sending out all those stimulus checks, it's why the price of everything is still going through the roof. 
the swamp is still printing money at a record rate, literally looting the treasury and robbing us blind while our politicians pretend to care about inflation. The swamp and the Fed pray Americans never figure this out. You know how they tell us that these high inflationary rates will likely continue for another two years? You know what they mean when they say that? We're going to continue printing like this for another two years. The chart's called FRED, F-R-E-D, the Federal Reserve Balance Sheet. It measures the money the Fed prints. Here's how the Fed prints money for Congress. The government puts out a bunch of treasury bonds to fund whatever spending and looting spree Congress wants to go on. And then the Fed prints a bunch of money to buy it back. And then that bond, the treasury, sits The note sits on the balance sheet. So it's basically a measure of how much money the Fed has printed. Now let's put the balance sheet in perspective. Let's go back to 2000. There was $721 billion on the balance sheet then. How much is there today? $8.9 trillion with a T. The wild printing spree begins almost, you can see the line, the moment Barack Obama takes office. And it never lets up, going straight up. Do you remember... When there was massive debate over TARP, it was almost $800 billion, still shy of a trillion bucks. And we did under Barack Obama. There was so much outrage over that amount of printing, the Tea Party was formed. Again, remember, it wasn't even a trillion dollars. Do you realize what we did last year? We passed not one, not two, but three and a half TARPs. That's when you take the American Rescue Act, $2 trillion, plus the infrastructure bill, Another trillion dollars. All of it printed. We did three tarps last year. And no one batted an eye. Nobody attended a Tea Party meeting. Has anybody even heard from the Tea Party anymore? Well, we're still going. And it's the biggest scam ever. Jerome Powell, head of the Fed. You know the guy who keeps coming out and saying he has to raise interest rates? Yeah, he's the guy running the printing press. He has to raise interest rates. In the process, wrecking the real estate industry... He's the Federal Reserve Chairman, and he has to raise those rates. I love how he gives these speeches, these valiant speeches like, man, I'm out there just trying to save the country, just trying to, you know, fight the inflation. While literally down the hall at the Fed, which he runs, he's printing the money at a record rate, which necessitates raising the interest rates. He hopes you never figure it out. Because if Americans did figure it out, they'd be in D.C. outside the Federal Reserve's with gasoline and pitchforks. Can you imagine if Americans could get a look at this chart and understand that the printing press continues to run and that's why the prices at the grocery store run up? Folks, you can't look at this chart and think anything but that the political class in a swamp is essentially looting the treasury, robbing us blind. All, as Chairman Powell tells us, we're going to need a severe recession. Your wages are going to have to go down. A lot of jobs will have to be lost. I'm going to have to raise interest rates more. All of it to stop this runaway inflation that he's literally generating down the hall and around the corner in the same Federal Reserve building by running the printing press at a record high rate. He doesn't have to do that for Congress. He could say no, but he chooses to. Now look up Jerome Powell and you'll see a lot of complaining and whining about him. Worst call on inflation ever. Terrible prediction. He said it would be transitory. But what does Joe Biden do just two months ago? Reappoints him. Why? Because they need a fall guy. 
They need somebody willing to run that printing press, to run your grocery bill up, to continue to move the cost of living further and further out of your reach, all of it, so that it can serve the one central goal and aim our entire country, our economy, our very existence as Americans revolves around. And what is that singular priority? That Congress will have as much printed money as it wants to spend. Everything revolves around that. So do me a favor. Go find that chart. Look at it. Spend that 10 minutes staring in perverted and horrified awe. Realize that it's that printing at a record rate that they still do day in and day out that's causing the prices. And then share it with everybody you know. It's the only hope we have. Since literally nothing is more insane than that, I'll stop here. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.